0: Greater than do you think that I have come to give peace on earth? No, I tell you, but rather division. Greater than greater than dash Luke 12 51. For the first time in United States history, there are Catholics leading each one of the three branches of government. For many, this seems like a time to celebrate, but for many others it is causing a great deal of confusion and alarm. Should non-Catholics, especially evangelicals, be concerned? Why do some use the term Catholic loosely? can we respond to the President's call for unity? Is this the beginning of the Great Awakening or the Great Divide? On January 20, 2021, Americans and the world witnessed a presidential inauguration where many have commented Catholicism was on full display. From the Catholic Latina Supreme Court Justice swearing in Vice President Kamala Harris to Jesuit priest Father Leo O'Donovan's invocation prayer. Both were followed by the soaring, moving home of 22-year-old Laureate Amanda Gorman, a black Catholic member St. Bridget's Church in Los Angeles. Even Lady Gaga and Jennifer Lopez, who both sang at the January 20 event, are reportedly Catholics. All of this took place during a ceremony to swear in President Joseph R. Biden, the first Catholic to be elected to the office of president in 60 years and only the second in U.S. history, John F. Kennedy being the first who was also a Democrat. We might pray. The same fate that befell the first Catholic president in office does not befall this one. In his inauguration speech, Biden quoted St. Augustine, who is a noted doctor of the Catholic Church, the Bible, the need for unity, and the value of objective truth. And before being formally inaugurated into the highest office in the land, the Democrat president began his day by attending Mass at the Cathedral of St. Matthew the Apostle, to which he invited Senate Majority Leader and Republican Mitch McConnell and Vice President Harris along too. So it might surprise those not plugged into the internal politics of the Catholic Church, that within minutes of Biden being sworn in the leader of the body representing U.S. bishops assailed the new president for policies which he said would advance moral evils. Shouldn't Catholics in particular be excited to have such attention thrown at their beloved church, which historically has suffered persecution at the hands of founding Protestant fathers in these United States? many of whom would have rolled their eyes and torn their clothes if someone had told them then that nearly 250 years later Catholics would be running the country. Then why are so many of them at odds with President Biden? And why all the uproar between Catholic bishops? If you have been following the posts in our group A New Pentecost, Visions and Prophecies of Our Times on Facebook then you may already know the answer. Greater than when people say, there is peace and security, then sudden destruction will come upon them as travail comes upon a woman with child, and there will be no escape. Greater than. Greater than-1 Thessalonians 5-3. Before we get to that, however, I'd like to address the elephant in the room regarding the prophecies surrounding Donald J. Trump, his second term, and that he would proceed to drain the swamp, save America, and stop the Great Reset. Now, I love my Protestant brothers and sisters, and I hope you will hear me out. This is not a rebuke of prophecy. Nor is it a solicitation to conversion to Catholic prophecy, as many of you know I have been asked to be school director for the Palm Beach Campus of Encounter Ministries which teaches Catholics in particular how to disciple others in the love and power of the Holy Spirit. In fact, my willingness to take on the position and partner with Encounter is out of a heart to see authentic ministry and the gifts of the Holy Spirit arise in ecumenical partnership with both Catholics and non-Catholics. To this end, I have personally undergone a period of education and growth over the last 15 years learning directly from several well-known evangelical and lesser-known Protestant leaders in a desire to form a common language and level of understanding that would help to create a bridge for all disciples to unite in the family of Christ under the power and love of the Holy Spirit. As a point of fact, Encounter has grown in partnership with Randy Clark and other Protestant evangelists as part of its direct mission to do the same which is part of what drew me toward accepting the position. I have also done this with not just our Christian brethren but also with our Jewish brothers and sisters. This blog and Shira ministries were formed out of a desire to build unity within the body of Christ and with the Jewish community in accord with the great commission of Jesus Christ. So please hear my heart when I tell you what follows is not a rebuke, but rather a sister trying to communicate with a great deal of love a truth I've come to know about the gift of prophecy. No authentic Catholic prophets gave prophecies about Trump being a Cyrus who would save America. A couple alleged Catholic prophets did, but none I found authentic did and none who have been posted on Countdown to the Kingdom did. Feel free to peruse their blog, Countdown to the Kingdom, it's like the Elijah list for Catholics, and you will find no mention of any such thing ever posted, nor of any other QAnon-related theory, and no, they did not delete anything. Virtually all of these prophecies came from Protestants, Some of whom have already repented, including Sean Bowles, who's drawn much criticism for his Fox News interview where he prophesied four more years of Trump and an end to the coronavirus in just two months. Other evangelical leaders like Chris Ballatin and Jeremiah Johnson also issued apologies for leading believers astray, while still many others continue to believe unapologetically without repentance. Now, as I just mentioned, I love my Protestant brethren, and I am not claiming that no Protestants receive valid prophecy. I am sure plenty of them do. But, on the other hand, there are reasons why I tend to give more weight if not strict considerations to Catholic prophecy, specifically, that subset of Catholic prophecies which, in accordance with the Church-sanctioned norms of discernment, appear likely or at least possibly authentic. We just saw one of these reasons play out before our eyes. And I hope that my Protestant brethren who realize that, indeed, we are living in apocalyptic times, will now shun secular messianism and realize that Trump was, and is, no savior. Jesus alone can save us from the mess our world is now in, a mess far uglier than ever witnessed before in history. I have learned, when it comes to prophecy, it is best to take from the genuine prophetic consensus rather than to hold to the word of one or two prophets who are being confirmed by other prophets who may be responding more out of emotionalism and apophenia rather than genuine manifestations of the Spirit and, to take a consensus not just from among one part of the body of Christ but the whole, weighing them as the Apostle says to test the spirits. An unfortunate side effect of the reformative divides within the body of Christ has been a divide in the effective power of the spiritual gifts. Without a willingness from all parts of the body, both sides of the all so to speak, to come together and share the gifts, it is nearly impossible to gain the whole perspective of any of the revelatory gifts. In short, we will continue to see only in part, when Christ's Spirit meant for us to see more clearly together. Those of you who have been watching the prophetic consensus come together in our Facebook group know that what I am saying is true. I encourage any of my non-Catholic brothers and sisters reading this to consider branching out of their prophetic circles and encountering the works of the Holy Spirit at work in the larger parts and some of the whole body of Christ. If you should choose to follow in the footsteps of Randy Clark and others, please don't hesitate to reach out with questions, use the resources on this website, and maybe even come visit me at Encounter. I believe when the entire body of Christ is empowered to move in the power and love of the Holy Spirit that we will set the world ablaze with the fire of His love, and yes. That is awakening? I also agree with Daniel O'Connor, contributing editor of Countdown to the Kingdom when he says, I don't doubt that Trump was a Kachan of sorts, though not the Kachan serving, despite his faults, As one restrainer to the power of the evil one seeking to further establish the infrastructure of the Antichrist through the nefarious global elite. And I do think that now, with Trump gone, the New World Order folks will find fewer obstacles in the way of their dark agenda, so, sadly, I think, we can expect the times now before us to see a swift and serious uptick in the purification, persecution, and chastisements. This is not to mention that now, as in early November when I first made this observation, the world is rejoicing, and all seem to be saying peace and security, as if begging for the chastisements to formally begin even more explicitly. For what a lie it is to say there is peace and security when the greatest genocide in history, abortion, continues unabated. In fact, the stock market just hit yet another all time record. What the genuine prophetic consensus holds is certain to come about, and we must not let some failed prophecies distract us from that fact. That is to say, biblical chastisements are imminent, to be followed by the glorious era of peace. Just how severe and prolonged the chastisements are, however, depends upon our response. If we laze about in our sin and error, and remain attached to the sad old era that, with each passing day, becomes more and more mere memory, then the chastisements that have, in part, already begun, will only be extended and rendered more severe. If, on the other hand, we repent, become saints, live in the divine will, Pray like never before, evangelize, and proclaim the kingdom, then we will see the dawn from on high break upon us very soon. Greater than people of God, pray, the events will not delay, the mystery of iniquity, Antichrist, will appear in the absence of the Kachong. C.F. 2 Thess 2,3-4. Greater than. Greater than- Saint Michael the Archangel to Luz de Maria. That alleged prophecy was given to Luz de Maria on November fourth, 2020 the day after the election. Let us, therefore, only redouble the fervor with which we respond to heaven's messages. Herein, we will find the answer to why this year's inaugural events are so captivating. What can I say? These are the times to which humanity has arrived. And they have been long foretold. Another angel came and stood at the altar, holding a gold censer. And, filled it with burning coals from the altar, and hurled it down to the earth. There came hail and fire mixed with blood, which was hurled down to the earth. A third of the land was burned up, along with a third of the trees and all green grass. Rev 8-3-7 Greater than the work of the devil will infiltrate even into the church in such a way that one will see cardinals opposing cardinals, bishops against bishops. The priests who venerate me will be scorned and opposed by their confreres. Churches and altars sacked, The church will be full of those who accept compromises, and the demon will press many priests and consecrated souls to leave the service of the Lord. As I told you, if men do not repent and better themselves, the Father will inflict a terrible punishment on all humanity. It will be a punishment greater than the deluge, such as one will never have seen before. Fire will fall from the sky and will wipe out a great part of humanity, the good as well as the bad, sparing neither priests nor faithful. Greater than, Greater than message given through an apparition to senior Agnes Sasagawa of Akita, Japan, October 13, 1973. Yet, so many people honestly believe the media that we just have to ride this pandemic out for a few more weeks, you know, flatten the curve, and then we can take our masks off and kiss lockdowns goodbye. Oh dear reader. Even the false prophets are saying that this is the new normal and that these restrictions will be with us indefinitely. Yes, That was the curious phrase they used as they introduced a new term to humanity's lexicon last year the Great Reset. Masks, lockdowns, vaccines, and crises after crises will be the new normal, until the words of Fatima are fulfilled. Greater than I shall come to ask for the consecration of Russia to my Immaculate Heart, and the communion of reparation on the first Saturdays. If my requests are heeded, Russia will be converted, and there will be peace. If not, Russia will spread her errors throughout the world causing wars and persecutions of the Church. The good will be martyred, the Holy Father will have much to suffer, various nations will be annihilated. Greater than Greater than message of Fatima, Vatican.ba Mark Mallet, Catholic prophetic blogger and contributing editor at Countdown to the Kingdom, says it best. People don't understand how deceived the global elites and financiers are. These men and women, some who are likely sociopaths, truly believe that reducing the population of the earth is for the common good, unfortunate collateral damage for the survival of the species, see the Caduceus Key. Indeed, Our Lady of Fatima does not say that God will cause this but man will through unrepentance, those errors that would completely destroy not only nations, but especially, the very image in which we are created. The danger is that Christians have had a Hollywood version of the end times drilled into their heads for decades, that there will rise this evil empire which will turn everyone into zombies who are given a mark on their hand or forehead. On the contrary, what we see today is that the world is practically lining up for these globalist leaders to solve their problems, free money, free vaccines, free food. Have you noticed how suddenly everyone from bishops to politicians to your next-door neighbor are saying follow the science while suddenly the sacraments have become non-essential and holy water has been poured into the sewer? But St. John Paul II and Benedict XVI, the great prophets of this century, foresaw this threat, and repeatedly warned the faithful to respect science, but not place their faith in it. Greater than, we, were wrong to believe that man would be redeemed through science. Such an expectation asks too much of science, this kind of hope is deceptive. Science can contribute greatly to making the world and mankind more human. Yet it can also destroy mankind and the world unless it is steered by forces that lie outside it. It is not science that redeems man; man is redeemed by love, greater than greater than pope benedict spsalvi n twenty five to twenty six and hence, as church closures and lockdowns spread last spring, the Lord began taking me down a path I did not see coming, but that He had whispered to me several years ago that vaccines were going to play a major role in the coming times. I sat for probably two years on that now word until it became obvious in 2020 that it was time to write about it. That led to my research in the pandemic of control on how big pharma has been positioning itself for a century to essentially take control of present and coming crises. Remember the words of our Lord Jesus who in the Gospel of Luke tells his disciples he did not come to bring peace to the world but to bring division, from now on families will be split apart, three in favor of me, and two against, or two in favor and three against. Unity, dear friends, is not to be made with the world, not even with our own families, but with those who are gathered with Jesus. Do not be deceived, now is not the time to unite with lies. Now is the time to be divided from the world and the sons of liars and to be united forever with Christ and the sons of righteousness. There is no unity apart from truth. The division we are seeing among Catholics today is a signpost of the times. This division is only going to become clearer as the devil attempts to change our times and seasons. As the U.S. bishops lovingly but firmly laid out for President Biden, there are some tenets of Catholic teaching that are simply truths that cannot be compromised. Dialogue all you want but just know there will come a time, brothers and sisters, when they cross the line and you will have to decide for truth or live a lie. Pray that you can hear the voice of truth and that you will have the grace to be courageous enough to follow it like Joseph of Nazareth once did. Your ability to hear from God directly just might be the only thing that saves your life and any children you are charged with protecting. Joseph made a choice that night God came to him in a dream, he could have ignored it as a pizza dream and Jesus would have been murdered along with the other children Herod sought to kill. But instead he chose to be obedient, not because he was a dreamer but because he knew the voice of God. And thank God he did. Or you and I would not have had a savior. In this season, we can i add Joseph, go to Joseph, and ponder the lives of saints and all the prophecies to gain strength in this hour as we widen our mouths in prayer and faith in this decade of pay. These are the ones we are to unite with, all those who are gathering souls to the truth, the true Jesus and not the other Jesus, the saints and all the angels who are waiting for us all, the last disciples of Christ, to enter in together as this world fades away. Greater than but maybe you don't want to serve the Lord. You must choose for yourselves today. Today you must decide who you will serve but as for me and my family, we will serve the Lord. Greater than. Greater than-Joshua 24:15. I conclude this post with the following message, abridged, though still lengthy, of Jesus to the servant of God Luisa Picoretta, given 89 years ago this month, and, considering the emphasized portion, with a reminder that the greatest crime in the world is abortion, and the most godless of all leaders are those who condone it. Luisa says, I felt worried by the thought, how will this kingdom of the divine will ever be able to come? Sin abounds, evils get worse. If God does not operate a prodigy of His omnipotence, the kingdom of the divine fiat may be in heaven, but as for the earth, it is useless to think about it. But while I was thinking of this and other things, my beloved Jesus, making His usual visit to my soul, told me, My daughter, everything is possible for us. The impossibilities, the difficulties, the insurmountable obstacles of creatures melt before our supreme majesty like snow in front of a burning sun. Everything is in whether we want it, all the rest is nothing. Did the same not happen in redemption? Sin abounded more than ever, only a small group of people was awaiting the Messiah, and in the midst of this group, how many hypocrisies, how many sins of all kinds they were often idolatrous. But it was decreed that I was to come upon earth. In the face of our decrees, all evils cannot prevent what we want to do, now, just as my coming upon earth was our decree, so is our decree the kingdom of our will upon earth, even more, it can be said that one and the other are one single decree, and having carried out the first act of this decree, we are to carry out the second, at most we, the Holy Trinity, take time, and we make our way in the midst of their evils in order to dispose them. It is true that the times are sad, the peoples themselves are tired, they see all the ways close to them, they can find no way out even for the necessary natural means, the oppressions, the demands of the leaders are unbearable just penalty, since they have elected as leaders godless men of evil life, without a just right to be leaders, who deserved a prison more than the right of regime. Many thrones and empires have been overthrown, and those few that are left are all vacillating and about to be overthrown. So, the earth will remain almost without kings, in the hands of iniquitous men. Poor peoples, poor children of mine, under the regime of men without pity, without heart, and without the grace to be able to act as guides for their subjects. The nations will continue to fight against one another, some by war, some by revolution, among themselves and against my church. They have a fire in their midst that devours them, that gives them no peace, and they can give no peace. It is the fire of sin, and the fire of acting without God that gives them no peace, and they will never make peace if they do not call God into their midst as regime and bond of union and of peace. And I let them do, and I will make them touch with their own hands what it means to act without God. But this does not prevent the kingdom of my supreme fiat from coming, this is all creature stuff, of the low world, that my power knocks down and disperses whenever it wants, and it makes the most serene sky and the most refulgent sun arise from the storm. We, with infinite wisdom, will abound with graces, with light, with helps, with surprising means, so that they may let the kingdom of my will reign in their midst. Therefore, let me do, when it is your Jesus that has told you this, that's enough it is as though already done. All evils and all creatures together have no power and no right over our will, nor can they prevent a single act of our will, wanted by decrees of our wisdom. January 3, 1932. Registration is open. HTTPS colon slash slash Encounter Ministries data slash event slash spec 2021 slash Early bird ends February 10th. Read Catholic prophecies about America here. For more Catholic prophecies, visit the Y That Seer at the bottom of Countdown to the Kingdom.